Hi guys, welcome back to Pop Culture Convos, the TMS Entertainment Podcast. I am David Piakowski and I am the entertainment editor as well as the senior campus and community editor. And this semester is a little different because I have two new co-hosts that are also my assistant entertainment editors and I will let them introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Sean. I am an assistant entertainment editor. And my name is Maggie, and I'm the other assistant entertainment editor. This episode, we're going to be talking about movies that are slated to come out for the rest of the year, kind of our thoughts we gathered, and we're just going to have like an open forum of what exactly we think about them. We kind of slip them up into categories. So the first one are musicals, and we have three. Maggie, would you like to introduce the first one? First one is Encanto. So I'm personally very excited for Encanto. I am a proud Latina woman. My dad is from Colombia, and this is a movie that's featuring a Colombian lead, obviously animated, and it's also music from Lin-Manuel Miranda. I'm very excited for this one to come out. What I got from the trailer was that it's this girl who's a part of a gifted family, and everyone has a gift but her, or she doesn't know what her gift is yet. I thought it was cute at the end. Were there? When is it coming out, Sean? It's going to release on November 24th, so that's Thanksgiving week. They don't plan on releasing it on Disney+, Plus, but just like the past 18 months, everything's kind of flexible, so there's still a chance that they would do that if the box office doesn't look very good over the next couple of months. Next, we have West Side Story. Now, I am a musical fan. Confession Hour. I don't think I've ever seen West Side Story. I have seen West Side Story. I'm not a fan of it. West Side Stories had this long-standing history of being a little racist, not just because of the Natalie Wood thing, like the content in the show. Some people don't look at it as very positive for Puerto Ricans or for Hispanic people in general. And I feel like that's where In the Heights and West Side Story will really differ. And also In the Heights was written, you know, produced, directed by Lin-Manuel Miranda, someone who is of color, Steven Spielberg is very white, and I don't know if he really has a place doing a show like this, especially if he hasn't done musicals before and he's recreating such an iconic one. When is West Side Story coming out? West Side Story comes out on December 10th. Okay. That seems like, I always feel like there's a musical that always like comes out around Christmas. Yeah, there is always a Christmas musical, and it's normally two weeks before Christmas, so that it like builds at the box office. Right. Well, Merry Christmas, everyone. Dear Evan Hansen, now this, I had absolutely no idea what this was. I, Maggie and Sean had to inform me that this wasn't part of the Love, Simon universe. So this is based off of the Dear Evan Hansen musical, obviously. And I am fine with the musical. It's, it's whatever. But like Ben Platt originated the role of Evan Hansen on Broadway, however many years ago. He is a fully grown adult man now and they're having him play a 16-year-old in this movie, and his dad is the producer of the movie. And that's just, like, weird nepotism vibes, and it does not look very good. They're trying very hard to push the film for awards, and part of what they're doing for that is distancing themselves from the fact that it's a musical and the advertising for it. So it's an intentional decision. You're not supposed to be thinking about the fact that it's a musical when you see the promotional material. I did not. I don't understand how it's going to translate on screen. For it being a stage play, like whatever, it doesn't seem like it's a musical. It doesn't seem like it's a high school movie. I don't really know what it is. Yeah, it's kind of giving me, I don't know if you guys ever watched The Prom, 
I watched it. I ha- I hated it so much because it was just so it had big name actors, you know, it had Meryl Streep, it had James Corden, it had all these big name people, but it was just bad. Like the plot was not good. It was a show that should have just stayed on Broadway. And I think that's what this is going to end up being. I don't know why they're pushing it for awards. That does not make sense to me. It'll be subpar at best. Yeah. And I feel like it should just stay in its place. It should stay in its lane on Broadway. So I like the music from Dear Evan Hansen. I think that the story is okay, but it's not going to translate well. I've just always been bitter because my favorite musical is Natasha Pierre and the Great Con of 1812. And this beat that for a Tony. And those are that's like where my thoughts end. And I think you should add, when does this come out? This comes out on September 24th. So that concludes the musical portion of our show. So now we're going to move to another corner. This is basically going to be called Maggie and Sean Explain Marvel to David because David doesn't understand or care about Marvel or think it has any cinematic value. So, But Eternals and Spider-Man are coming out, and I would like you guys to talk about it. Hopefully, when the Eternals comes out, you will see it, and that will change your opinion. Their backstory is they are like these godlike people that came from space to defend humans like 7,000 years ago, and it's directed by Chloe Zhao, and the story is going to span 7,000 years. And Chloe Zhao just won uh, Best Director for Nomadland. Are you guys excited about Eternals? Like, I mean, I'm throwing this part to you. Like, what are your guys' feelings about Eternals and their place in the MCU? I'm really excited for it. I mean, me and Sean both watched Loki. Eternals and Loki kind of, I don't know, they're connected. I'm excited for this movie because it's not a sequel to another movie, i.e. Spider-Man or something like that. It's a completely new concept. Yeah, I feel like, especially as a film brand that's been running for 13 years, Marvel is going to encounter problems where people get tired of the same characters and they get tired of the same franchise. So I think that bringing in this whole new group of people and introducing them now that they've run through their biggest stories, I think that's a really smart idea for them, and I'm excited to see what they do with it. When does Eternals come out? Um, it comes out on November 5th. Now, Spider-Man. I, how, what iteration of this is Tom Holland? Is this the fourth one? Third. Third, third one. Because we had Tobey Maguire, the OG. No, the I mean like in, in, his, mean? Like, oh. in his like oh, franchise. Oh, I thought, you meant, I thought you meant Spider-Man in general. No, this is the third third movie. Yes. I'm so sorry. I saw the original trilogy with Tobey Maguire. I yes. have seen that. That's good. He'll probably be in this one. Tobey Maguire? That's Stop not like... What? It's not confirmed... But there are a lot of rumors that because this movie is the one that's supposed to open the multiverse in Spider-Man, that they're going to bring back Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. I did watch this trailer. I have not seen any of the Tom Holland Spider-Mans either. But I've heard good things, and I like Zendaya, and I think Tom Holland is attractive. I. But why is Doctor Strange in it? Doctor Strange is in it because his movie comes out in March, and they really need to set that up. So when does Spider-Man No Way Home release? That one is on December 17th. Okay, and this one, is this the last Tom Holland one, or do we not know? Unclear. Because it seems like it's kind of wrapping up because like everyone knows he's Spider-Man now, and usually when, the at least in the my lifetime of there being Spider-Man franchises, whenever they like find out that they're Spider-Man is when they kind of like start over. But see, this opens a can of worms. That's the yeah. issue, non-issue here. So maybe it will be and there's more movies after this, depending on what happens. And there's also the whole like Sony versus Disney thing because right. Sony owns the character, but Disney owns the MCU. So then they have to they have to like agree every time they make a movie, and they don't really like agreeing. 
time to go on to there are a lot of franchises that are starting having a next iteration we can start with no time to die my dad uh, over quarantine he has like pluto tv which like there was a channel where they only had james bond movies just playing 24 7 so i've seen more james bond movies than i would care to admit I'm excited for Rami Malek to play a villain. He's like the he's the Bond villain. I think Rami Malek just kind of looks like a villain. He deserves a moment. I personally like him, so I'm excited. I did not realize that he was in this. Yeah, no, he's the villain, which I think is cool. I believe that this is Daniel Craig's last. Movie. It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the last one that he's doing. This was the first movie that kind of got pushed back due to the coronavirus pandemic, right? It was, yeah. So it was supposed to release in November of 2020, and they pushed it back in March or April, actually. They pushed it back very early compared to the rest of the movies. Uh, I remember when the Billie Eilish song dropped because like, they always have like a big, high-profile star like, do the song. And I was like, this is the best one that I think has happened in years, maybe since Skyfall. Like, I think Skyfall, like the, obviously that song is really good. And Adele won the Oscar for that. But I didn't know because it didn't get nominated this year, but I'm assuming it's because the movie hadn't come out yet. So I'm hoping that yeah. maybe next year she'll get a Best Original Song nomination. That'd be pretty sick. When does No Time to Die come out? It comes out on October 8th. Okay, mark your calendars, guys. Dune. Now, this is something I knew absolutely nothing about. Sean also had to explain this to me because I thought this was based on a video game. It is not. Sean, please explain to the people and me what Dune is. Okay, so Dune is to sci-fi like what Lord of the Rings is to fantasy. It's just, it's like the big series in books. Everyone on TikTok is reading the book right now because they want to like be prepared for the movie. None of them are liking it because it's very dense. But You've got Paul, who's Timothy Chalamet, and he goes to this desert planet called Dune with his parents. His mom's name is Jessica. It's very out of place, regular names in this sci-fi world. And the planet is infested with these giant sandworms, and there is a magical spice that they have to mine on this planet that the entire universe is addicted to, and you can only get it on this planet. So it's like an economic hotspot. Gotcha. And things happen, and that is the plot. See, I watched the three-minute trailer and got none of that. Absolutely none of that. I was so confused. I'm like, Timothy Chalamet is in this movie, and so is Zendaya, and there's a lot of sand, and I was really like, I was confused, but I looked at the YouTube comment, and they were like, this is going to be the next Harry Potter, the next Lord of the Rings, the next big franchise. And I'm assuming you believe that as well? I do not believe that. I love Dune, and I'm very excited for the movie. Denis Villeneuve directed it, and he directed one of my favorite movies, Arrival. So I think it's going to be really good, but I don't think that people care as much about Dune as they would like them to to build a franchise off of. Do you think it's going to do well? Like, Do you think there's going to be like a sequel, or do you think they're going to start this franchise and it's going to bomb? Well, they've already said that they're making two movies. They're splitting the first book into two movies to tell the story. And I think that they'll make the second one regardless. But the books get weirder the farther on you go, and I'm not sure how commercially successful they could be. How many books are there? So there's six in the original series and then like 30 additional ones. Oh, my God. Maggie, what are your thoughts on Dune? I think the problem 
that this movie's going to run into is that it's coming out with all these big name actors and actresses like. So you got Timothy, you have Zendaya, Rebecca Ferguson, Jason Momoa, Dave Bautista, Oscar Isaac, Stellan Skarsgård, and Javier Bardem. Oh, and Josh Brolin. I like all these people. But I think that's a problem that a lot of movies are doing. Like when you think of Harry Potter, when you think of Lord of the Rings, those people had some big names. You know, they had Ian McKellen. They had, you know, bigger names. But they also had people who were very unknown. Right. I.e. Daniel Radcliffe and Elijah Wood as their main characters. And I think that drew people in. They were like, are these people going to be any good? And they created these characters because they hadn't been in anything else before. These people already have names. They already have characters that they've played. And whether they're a good actor or not, I feel like if you're trying to open up a world that's like going to be a bunch of sequels and a big franchise, I don't think that can really work if you start with people who are already super big. Yeah, and I feel like, especially like in Timothy Chalamet, like he seems like someone that's going to be hard to schedule for future projects as time goes on. Yeah, and even when you think of like Marvel, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. wasn't a small, a small actor, but he wasn't... He wasn't big until Iron Man. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I feel like that that could be a problem that they run into trying to become a big franchise. Yeah, but I would say that that's not the... This isn't the only movie that's running into that problem this fall, even. There are a lot more movies coming up that we're going to talk about that have huge casts with lots of famous people, and I'm not sure how any of that's going to pan out and if it's going to be like a successful model for them to have. And you said Dune comes out. When does Dune come out? Dune comes out on October 22nd. Okay, so that's pretty soon as well. Now, we have The Matrix, we have Ghostbusters, we have Top Gun Maverick. These are all like kind of pretty much well-established properties that are coming back for another iteration. We can start with The Matrix. Sean brought up an interesting point yesterday we were discussing that I think is worth noting. Sean, would you like to note it again? Yeah, the original Matrix trilogy was directed by the Wachowski brothers, and... Since that has come out, both of the brothers have transitioned, so it's now, this new movie is the first major movie that I can think of, at least, that has a transgender director, which I think is a, that's an important thing in Hollywood. I have not really seen any of the Matrix movies. I have seen one of them. I don't think this is going to be, like, some big deal. I feel like people are kind of over the Matrix, in my personal opinion. Yeah. Um, I think people will still go to see it. I think it'll be a big deal. But I don't think it's going to be the cultural revolution it was in, like, when it first came out. No, especially since the original trilogy, the last movie always gets, like, the worst reviews, and people say it has a terrible ending. I don't really know where they can go from where they left off. Yeah. Well, and I don't know, is there a trailer for The Matrix out yet? There is not, no. So often people are like, the best villain ever is the villain in The Matrix. So I'm curious if, because I don't know the plot of this new movie, so I'm curious if they're going to bring him back, because I haven't seen the whole trilogy. I don't know where he ends up. Right. So I don't know if they don't bring him back, if people are going to be as into it. Yeah, and I feel like this new generation doesn't care about The Matrix. Like, I think we obviously care about movies that have been inspired by The Matrix since, but the most that I know from The Matrix is one Keanu Reeves and the one move where, like, he gets shot and he does, like, the backbend. That's about all I know. And there's a lot of green letters and numbers. That's all I got. When does The Matrix slated to come out? Matrix, December 22nd. And there's no trailer, so it's looking great. Ghostbusters Afterlife. I am kind of excited about this movie. I wasn't until I saw the trailer, but I also, this is a 
unpopular opinion, I liked the all-female version of Ghostbusters. I didn't think it was a perfect film. I think all the best jokes were revealed in the trailer, but I think it got a lot of hate for not really great reasons. I have not seen the all-female Ghostbusters, so my opinions, I guess you could say, are shallow. But I did not look like the look of it. I thought it looked very much forced diversity, which I hate. So that kind of made me not want to see any Ghostbusters movie ever. I also have not seen the original Ghostbusters. Oh my God, Maggie. So I'm not I'm not particularly saying that this is going to be a bad movie that's coming out soon. I'm not saying I will see it. I think if I see it, I have to watch the other ones because this is a direct sequel. So I don't know. I, I have opinions that are neither here nor there. What are your thoughts, Sean? I have not seen the remake either. Although I have not heard good things except for from you, David. <laughs> You're honestly the only person that I've heard have like a positive opinion about it. But I liked the first two movies. I thought they were fine. It has not been my favorite content. So I don't imagine that I'll actually see this in theaters. I'm excited because I think like if they're going to do Ghostbusters, might as well just have throw some kids in it. You know, it's a great way to get the family involved. Ghostbusters comes out on November 11th. Mark your calendars. The guy from Stranger Things is in it. Top Gun Maverick. I know nothing about Top Gun except that Tom Cruise is in it, and Tom Cruise is literally crazy, uh, a Scientologist. But I did see a shirtless Miles Teller, so will that make me want to see it? Perhaps. I know nothing about Top Gun either. However, I am a fan of the Mission Impossible movies. Me too. And I liked Tom Cruise in those movies, so I'm willing to see it. And also, I didn't know Miles Teller was in this, but I will see it now. I do not know what Top Gun is, and I will not be watching it. Fair. But when when does it come out? It comes out on November 19th. Now we have our fourth and final category, which is prestige, which we are kind of just like referring to as the big casted movies that have a lot of people in them, or just movies that we think are going to like appeal to some sort of awards acclaim. First, we have The French Dispatch, which is the new Wes Anderson movie that's coming out. And I watched the trailer, and I'm actually really excited about this one. Wes Anderson's movies kind of make me fall asleep. They're always really pretty to look at, but sometimes I get bored. Like, I like Grandview Pest Hotel because it looks pretty, but this one's about journalism. So I'm already intrigued. And Timothy Chalamet's in it. Bill Murray's in it, of course. He's in, like, all of them. Francis McDormand, Saoirse Ronan. Tilda Swinton. What is this movie about, though? Like, it seems like there's going to be, like, different chapters... Yeah, I don't think that there's a continuous story. I don't really care because I love Tilda Swinton and Benicio Del Toro, so I will see the movie. And it seems like fodder for the Academy Awards. Oh, yeah. It's going to it's gonna be nominated at the very least. It'll probably win like half of them. It's going to get stuff. I'm kind of over Timothy Chalamet at this point. I, don't, I used to be a really big fan, but I feel like he's kind of had his moment and he's like still rolling, but... I'm very excited for this movie. I think I like Wes Anderson. I like his movies. Yeah, and I'm always down for movies about journalism. Very exciting because I think they run a newspaper. And like you said, at the very least, it'll be pretty and fun to look at. When does the French Dispatch come out? The French Dispatch comes out on October 22nd. Wow, so many movies coming out then. House of Gucci. I have more questions than I do thoughts. To me, I see House of Gucci and I'm like, okay. This is giving me the same kind of vibes as the Versace thing. But the Versace thing was in the same vein of the People versus O.J. Simpson. It was like this like anthology show thing. So I don't really get this 
very dramatized version of apparently true events. I'm pretty sure that the event is that Lady Gaga's character kills someone. That's so vague. And that's, here's the thing. Here is the thing. I don't think Lady Gaga's a good actress. I have never seen her in anything, because here's the thing. In American Horror Story, she was just playing a character that would very much be in any of her music videos, literally ever. A Star is Born is not her acting because that is just Lady Gaga. I watched all of her actors on Actors saying where she's like, I tried to make Ali's jaw movement different. No. Lady Gaga failed as an actress, and that's how she became a pop star, is because she was not a good actress. I would argue that she did very well in American Horror Story Hotel specifically. I thought that she did well. She was playing a vampire, and I get what you're saying, that that could be something that happened in her music videos. But even then... She's acting in her music videos, and those are always good. I just, I have not seen Lady Gaga play anything where I'm like, wow, Lady Gaga has really disappeared into this role into someone else entirely. That's not a version of herself. This, her doing this accent for this entire movie, I don't think I'm going to be able to watch it. I mean, I will because honestly, I'm like, I'm a little monster at heart, but like, this looks like it's going to be either really good or really, really bad. And I'm leaning towards really, really bad because I'm also not a huge fan of Adam Driver. He annoys me. I, I still don't. I watch the whole trailer and I don't know what it's about. And the reason that I really do not like this movie is the last clip of the trailer when she goes, Father, Son, House of Gucci. What? what why? What does that mean? She worship she worships the house of Gucci. I don't know what I don't know what more you want from her. I just I and I really rebuke the fact that they call her an Academy Award winner because she won for best original song. If they called her a nominee for a Star is Born, that would be fine. I just I don't understand how this is gonna do well. And I think it goes back to what we were saying. Like they're just loading the cast, like super loading it and saying it's gonna be a good movie. And I guess assuming that if they don't have a good plot or good, I don't know, whatever, that it's still going to be a good movie. And I don't think I don't think it's going to be good. I agree with you. I don't think Lady Gaga has a place in the same way that I don't think Meryl Streep has a place in musicals. So, Apparently, I'm the only one that's excited for this movie. I think it's going to be good. I have faith in them. I like dramas in general, and I feel confident like that with the people that they have attached to it. And I know that we're saying that, like, the people don't make the project a good thing. But it looks kind of interesting to me, and I'll watch it, and I'll probably enjoy it. It'll probably get nominated for, like, ten awards. I don't think it's going to be nominated for any Oscars at all. I think that's a hot take. I don't think that's a hot take at all, because I would like you to explain to me what this movie is about besides Lady Gaga potentially killing someone, because, great. I feel like it could get nominated. She gets married to, I think, Adam Driver, and then they get divorced, and then she tries to kill him, I think. That sounds interesting. She can do some good acting there. He can do some good acting there. He's already played one divorce movie and gotten nominated. This is true. I just, I don't see, I feel like this is going to be like a Golden Globes movie, and it's not going to go any further than that. I feel like it'll go to the Oscars only because of the people who are in it. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch it. But I'm not, I don't have high expectations. Yeah, for it. I'm gonna watch it and I'm in the same boat. I will watch it, but I have absolutely no high expectations and I just don't think that Lady Gaga can act. Yeah, and when, when can we watch it? We can watch this on November 24th, which is coincidentally the same day Encanto comes out. 
the next film that we are talking about is Don't Look Up, which is a Netflix original movie. This is about two astronauts. They have to go on a press tour because there's an asteroid that's going to, like, smash into the Earth. And they just have to warn everyone. I think that the astronauts are Jennifer Lawrence and Leonardo DiCaprio. I think that's correct, too, because this cast is quite literally insane. The biggest cast I've ever heard in modern time. <laughs> I'm just going to I'm going to read through everyone real quick. They are coming from all all walks. So you have Ariana Grande, Timothy Chalamet. This is his third movie that we've talked about that comes out this fall. Um, Jennifer Lawrence, Leonardo DiCaprio, Chris Evans, Himesh Patel, Matthew Perry, Jonah Hill, Kate Blanchett, Meryl Streep, Kid Cudi, Tyler Perry. I don't know. Those are all the names that I know. I don't understand how they're going to combine all of these people from, like you said, many walks of life into a coherent movie. I'm hoping that it's a musical. That Stop. I And also, like, Netflix original movies just don't have a good track record ever. I mean, we had Marriage Story, which did, you know, make it to the big... I don't think that's a good example because I think Marriage Story is a horrible film. Oh. That is a bad take, but I agree that's with okay. Sean. It was a good movie. I think Laura Dern deserved her Oscar, and that's where I'll end that. Did you watch Roma? I, oh, wait, yes, I did see Roma. Yes. Thoughts on Roma? I liked Roma. Okay, I forgot Roma was a Netflix original movie. But this is, like, not, like, don't look up and, like, compared to those two, like, I don't think they're going to be the same thing. Like, this gives me, like, big budget action movie, potentially. This is, they're branding it as a comedy disaster movie. Okay. Not what I was picturing. I was picturing, like, a drama, like, the world's going to end kind of thing. We were all picturing different things because there's no trailer, right? There is none. I think that they're intentionally going for limited press because they want people to be like, oh my gosh, this cast is ridiculous. What in the world are they going to do? And then we're all going to watch it. Everyone's going to oh, watch yeah, it. Oh yeah, I'm going to watch this movie. I'm Ariana, like, As soon as I found out Ariana Grande was in it, I'm like, I'm watching this movie immediately. When does Don't Look Up come out? Because I really don't know. You can stream Don't Look Up on December 22nd. Christmas movie. A lot of the December movies don't have trailers yet. I mean, I know West Side Story did, but that's about... Feels like a little late. Yeah. Compared to when other trailers come out. It definitely is. Normally, you want to release a teaser trailer like nine months before. Now we're going to conclude our list on Sean's pick that I watched and am quite terrified to see, but I'm very excited because the concept seems insane. Sean, please talk about Lamb. Okay, so Lamb is a movie that is being released by A24, which is very good at releasing horror movies, comedies, dramas, and like foreign films. And they're always pretty good. Lamb is an Icelandic film about a lady who lives on a farm and one of her sheep gives birth and she raises this sheep as if it was her child. I'm excited for this because it sounds ridiculous. And that is all. I will be watching it. I will love it. It's going to be incredible. I So I watched the trailer. It seems like they're fighting other lambs. Yeah, I think that there might be like an uprising or something. I'm really not sure. By the lambs. Yes, by the lambs. And you were saying that this might be like a metaphor for miscarriage because I did notice that like at the end before they like when they reveal the title, it said like Mother Nature. Yeah, there's also a scene in the trailer that I think is like a nursery. So my working theory right now is that 
the lady who was starring had a miscarriage and is now projecting motherhood onto this lamb and that it's going to be like a psychological thriller. I don't actually know if that's true or not. I don't know anything about this movie. I'm very excited anyway. Great. And when does it come out? It comes out on October 8th. Wow. So that's pretty soon too. So I guess out of all of these movies that we've seen, what is one that we're very excited to see and one that we're definitely not going to see? Maggie, would you like to start? I can start. So I'm excited for the Marvel movies because I'm just a Marvel fan, but I'm most excited for Encanto for personal reasons, and I just really like musicals. That being said, I am the least excited to see Dear Evan Hansen because I love the music so, so much, and I'm worried they're really going to butcher this movie. I would agree. I'm not, like, I'm disinterested in Top Gun, Maverick, and Ghostbusters, but I actively am against Dear Evan Hansen. I would say that the ones that I'm most excited for, other than the Marvel movies, I'm very excited for Doom. I'm very excited for French Dispatch because I love Tilda Swinton. And also Lamb, because I think that that's going to be hysterical. I am most excited to see Don't Look Up and probably West Side Story. The one that I'm least excited to see is Eternals because I don't know what that is. And... I'm going to say House of Gucci. I'm not excited to see it. I will see it because I love Lady Gaga with my heart and soul as an artist, but I just wouldn't, I just want to see her. I, I don't know what I want to see her in, but I don't think she's a good actress, and I feel bad for saying this, but I think she can give it up. And on that note, thank you so much for joining this episode of Pop Culture Convos. Maggie, Sean, thank you so much for coming on and talking about these movies with me. This episode of Pop Culture Convos is produced and edited by Dave Kwiatkowski, Maggie Pena, and Sarah Grace Hayes with supervising production from our editor-in-chief, Tim Carlin. Our theme music is by Sam Terabellini. That's all for Pop Culture Convos. Stay tuned for our next episode out on the Miami Student SoundCloud page and on Spotify. Thanks for listening. I'm Dave Kwiatkowski.